Well, it's a Friday morning and a big, long weekend of footy lows ahead of us. Thanks to Terrain Tamer Parabolic Leaf Springs for a comfortable ride in your four-wheel drive. TerrainTamer.com. It's time for Ryan Fitzgerald. Fitzy, good morning to you. The sweet, sweet goodness. Penbo, how are you, boys? Very well, thanks, Fitzy. Probably not quite as excited as you, mate, heading back to... Uh... Oh. Your ancestral home for the weekend. Good to coming see you home, here. Coming home this afternoon. Um, obviously, everyone thinks I'm coming back for Texas 250th game. <laughs> no chance. I'm coming back to celebrate the birth of the king. Um, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? It is really important. It is important this weekend, first of all, that we get the public holiday and mm. also to reinforce how important it is that we become a um, republic at some stage. Um, <laughs> and I know your switchboards are going to light up now with 5AA listeners, but, yeah, I think I think it is now. I think it's time. Look, I love the Queen. I really did. But now it's time. It's a progression to maybe think about going down that road and becoming our own state head of state, you know? Well, mate, you could... Uh we need our first head of state. Mm. When's your birthday, more importantly, because we need to structure a football game around it. That's not bad. Well, it's 16th of October, so it's the end of the footy season. After a long footy season, my birthday is a couple of weeks after the grand final. Okay. Um, well, so, Will, that's not bad. I don't. Mind. We don't have a public holiday at the end of the year. We use them yes. sort of in the first half of the year, don't we? Yeah, Maybe we need a couple more. That right? would be the most Australian way to determine who should be our first head of state, wouldn't it? Like trying to pick their birthday so it fits neatly into people's holiday <laughs> yeah, plans. Right. Exactly. When you come back to SA, Fitzy, is there one thing like a, a food or a, or a drink or is there something, you, the first South Australian thing you want to do on returning to South Australia? Mitzi's always gives me a car and I go straight down to Port Nalunga and I, for lunch I'll go straight to Beck's Bakery. So I will have a... <laughs> Cheese and vegetable pasty from Beck's Bakery, and that they just do the freshest donuts I've had. You can't get you to, can't you can't get pasties anywhere in Sydney, can you? No, part that, uh, this is it's I ridiculous. Looked, is that right? It is, no, you, it they, is no one knows what they are. What? No. no one knows what they are. No, it is crazy. No one sells pasties at all here. It's just all pies, and they have the world's best pie, and you've got to go out mm. regional to go find them. But there's no pasties at all. Not even a Cornish one. And it's pretty hard to find a, a, a nice coffee as well. Oh, yeah, I know. That's uh, there's a few there's a few things over here. My kids are going through this prime phase at the moment. You know that that energy drink that oh, they're yeah. getting from the. Mm. So whenever it comes to the local supermarket here, there's kids fighting over it and lining up for it. And <laughs> oh god, my son turned ten years of age. I had to go buy fifteen primes. I realised <laughs> for all his mates. And that one one convenience store was selling them for seventeen bucks each. I said I can get a cocktail cheaper for that, mate. You're kidding yourself. You should have got them some UDLs instead, mate. Right. <laughs> Would have been cheaper. <laughs> so the kids some cougar with some Woodstock cans. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I looked over and I said, you know what? The boys are ready to come back to Port Nalunga. <laughs> would have had brought back memories of your 10th birthday party, mate. No, no, would have been, you're ready to hang around the jetty now, boys. Yeah. Off you go. Proud dad moment. Hey, um, <laughs> Fitzy, we got uh, Tom Duday coming up a little bit later in the program today. It'll be the first time he's sat down and spoken after doing his knee again. Uh, yeah. He couldn't have come at a worse time for him. He's had a contract at the end of the year. Uh, he's, he's not now in the first half of his football career. He's probably in the second half of his footballing career. Uh, albeit with the way things go these days, who knows? People might be playing till their Tom Brady's age, for all I know. But 
Mm. It, it's it's an incredibly stressful sort of period, I'm sure, for him. You've you had as horrid a run as anyone when it came mm. to injuries in footy. What would you what would you say to the dude if you had an opportunity to chat with him? I remember because my second knee reconstruction was that was the end of my AFL career. So I I had uh, quite a few surgeries in Sydney, and then I did my first knee. I had a knee reconstruction, got traded to Adelaide, and I played the first eight games at Adelaide and played okay. And as he was um, pretty happy with my form but then I did my second knee and I knew I knew it was over actually a bit of a funny story in the front bar actually pointed this out we had Chris Judd on the show one day and they they showed the vision of Chris Judd's last game mm. and it was MCG yeah it was against Adelaide I think they had around about 70 80,000 people there at the MCG standing ovation as he came off the ground and then they showed they showed my last game, and it was at, it was Monica Oval. I did my knee, and I was getting stretched off to a crowd of eight thousand seven hundred and thirty five, and there was two old ladies just clapping me as I was coming off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my final game of football ever. Oh. So oh, it's. It's a horrible feeling. I think the worst thing for Tommy is you realise how hard you have to work to get back, and that's a full year mm. of rehabilitation. And but he that that guy is a perfectionist. He will work to, uh, extra hard to get back out on the track, and hopefully he's in crow's colours. Hundred percent. Let's rip into the tips, mate. Tonight this is going to be massive. Port v the Bulldogs in Melbourne at Marvel. Yeah, Port v uh, Bulldogs. That is going to be a huge game. I just, I don't think Port Adelaide can win this one. They are favourites, but I think the Bullies play Marvel really well. And Port, I mean, they've had nine in a row. They need to lose at some stage. I think the Bullies will get up in that one. Uh, then Saturday, tomorrow, uh, Hawthorne v the Lions. Yeah, now unfortunately the Lions will beat the Hawks quite easily there. Uh, then, so, big one for Adelaide uh, v West Coast. Surely, yeah, surely. Yeah, it's got to be surely. I just hope, I really do hope that Tex has a good day out as well on his 250th, so the Crows will beat the Eagles. Then uh, Frio and the Tigers. Yeah, that's over at Optus Stadium, so Fremantle will beat the Tigers. Then uh, on Sunday, North v the Giants. Yeah, this is going to be a closer game than I think everyone thinks it's going to mm. be. Because North are playing pretty good footy under Brett Ratton at the moment, so I'm going to go North to win that game. And then uh, Carlton v. the uh, Bombers. Yeah, this is going to be an upset. I'm back in Carlton, 14th on the ladder, to beat 6th sixth, sixth place, which is Essendon. So the Blues will beat Essendon. Then the big freeze game Monday, Melbourne v. Collingwood at the MCG. It's going to be yeah. insane. It is going to be insane. I can't see Collingwood losing that one. They're playing great footy, so the Pies to beat the Ds. Good on you, Fitzy. We'll chat again next week, mate. Good on you, boys. Have a great weekend. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.